10, and continuing with uh, some of the thoughts from uh, earlier today, looking at holding fast, uh, let us hold fast the profession of our faith. Uh, in Hebrews chapter number 10, verse number 23, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, uh, for he is faithful uh, that promised. Uh, and as I mentioned uh, in the message briefly, there are a lot of verses. Uh, I didn't cover all of them. Uh, in the New Testament, particularly, uh, where the Apostle Paul uh, instructs uh, the church at Corinth, uh, the, the church at Galatia, uh, the church at Thessalonica, uh, the church at Philippi, and on and on, uh, encourages them to hold fast. If you just type in the word, uh, stand fast, uh, you'll see those instances. You, if you type in the word steadfast uh, into your computer, you can find all that. And then uh, while I'm thinking of that, if you, if you want to... Um, uh, looks things up, you say, you know, you could say, what does this verse mean? We were talking about Googling something about the Trump earlier, me and Jesse, and like, I don't trust the Google. Uh, and, uh, but when you type uh, that, those queries in to uh, that, uh, it will take you to actually some good um, uh, Bible.org uh, and some other places that uh, are pretty solid. Uh, if you have questions. So you can type, what does this, you know, whatever, such and such verse mean, uh, and you'll find some great stuff on that. Let's throw that in there tonight uh, and help you with your Bible study. So we looked at Hebrews chapter number 6, and uh, that the hope that we have is an anchor to the soul. Uh, So we're mentioned mostly about standing fast or holding fast uh, to our hope. Uh, And uh, and I want to encourage you to think about uh, about that and how, how blessed we are. Uh, that we have uh, that confidence in the Lord. Uh, But not only did he say that we are to uh, hold fast uh, to our hope, uh, which, by the way, is um, uh, it's strange that so little of that is talked about today. Uh, Or, I mean, there really isn't, there aren't very many books uh, that are written on, uh, on that. Um, you know, I think somebody should write. I'm not going to write it because I'm not a writer. Uh, maybe one day I will. Uh, you know, some, a book that says, you know, my anchor holds or whatever. And in dealing about the fact that we have a hope that's safe and that's, that's secure uh, in Christ. Uh, and, and it could be um, uh, that we've, we're focused so much on living uh, in, you know, surviving each and every day uh, to a certain respect. Obviously, we're not in survival mode uh, as they are in some places. Uh, but um, our expectations, our hope of heaven is dimmed by um, the world and the busyness, the expectations we have and things down here. And, and probably the, um, the undue stress that we place on work and responsibility here on earth. But we're, we're pilgrims uh, and we're, we're just passing through. And I think we need to adjust our uh, emphasis uh, and uh, in, in, in really uh, look to uh, our hope uh, in, uh, in heaven. So in Hebrews 11, if you were to read beyond uh, what our text is, um, it's going to teach you uh, or show you some people that actually did embrace um, their future expectations uh, in what they did by faith in living for God. And when, if, we can, if we can hold fast to the profession of our faith, our hope in Christ, the hope that we have, the theme of Hebrews, um, really nothing can come our way that, um, that we wouldn't have the strength to endure. And when we are weak, um, the Bible says in our weakness there's strength. Uh, uh, and that's when we're strong. So to even, uh, you know, we need it. 
Um, you need weakness. I need weakness. Uh, we, we need pain. Uh, we, we need suffering. Not, I'm not saying that from a sadistic standpoint, um, but, you know, um, uh, Amy and I, are, uh, we've both forgot what it's like to breathe <laughs> through our nose, uh, you know, and, and, uh, and you know what it's like when you get sick. You can be sick for one day and you just, I mean, we take breathing for granted. And we just long for the time where, uh, where we can get back to, to breathing normally uh, without the, a cold, uh, you know, a normal, a normal cold that people can still get. I'll just throw that in there. Uh, and, uh, um, but uh, we, you, don't know, you don't know how blessed we are when we're healthy until we're sick. And, and I think God allows those things in our life to help us to, to grow. I mean, even you can, you know, again, I, I don't think that you have to pray about every little thing in your life. You can let God direct your steps. And, uh, and, but if you love the Lord, you can, you can get takeaways from the common cold and, uh, and other little uh, things that take place in your life. Uh, and just to know how good God is to us uh, most of the time. And, and maybe, uh, you know, in, uh, I don't know, however long it takes to get rid of this thing, uh, in uh, a month's time, and, uh, and I'm breathing the fresh, uh, the fresh uh, air of Tacoma, uh, I will, I'll, I'll thank the Lord for the ability to smell uh, the uh, aroma of Tacoma uh, and stuff. So, uh, but not only is it to hold fast to our hope, but Paul says, uh, the profession uh, of, our, of our faith, the profession of our hope, which to me uh, it speaks also to a public thing, not just a, it's not just a private thing. Um, we can't have, um, uh, we can't hold fast to something unless we've, or we can't retain it unless we have obtained it, as I mentioned earlier. Um, but if we don't have possession uh, of, of faith, uh, a hope in Christ, uh, then, we're, then we're not going to have a profession for it. Uh, we're not going to proclaim it and confess it uh, to people. Uh, so the suggestion uh, through the wording there, this profession or confession of that faith uh, without wavering, uh, which uh, it, it, agrees, it agrees with uh, our confess, uh, confession and suggests that it's not the, only the inward part uh, that shouldn't waver, but our public profession shouldn't waver either. Uh, we need to be resolved in our own heart and mind, fully persuaded. Uh, the Bible would say that. Uh, I know whom I believe in and am persuaded that he is able to keep me. Uh, and I know that for a fact in here. Uh, it's in here, my head, it's in my heart. Uh, but also uh, it needs to be in our hands. Uh, we, uh, the, Bible doesn't, the Bible does expressly tell us some things that we should do in secret. Um, in our prayer closet, in almsgiving, fasting, uh, you know, uh, God gives a reward to that. But there really are only a few of those in the Bible. The rest of the time, he wants us to let our light shine before men, that they might see our good works and glorify our Father, uh, which is in heaven. So profession carries the idea of, of speaking, uh, confessing uh, the same thing, and implies that our profession of faith and hope uh, is uh, uh, something that goes together. Uh, and in fact, uh, when we, I said to turn to Jude 3, let's turn over there just real quick. Uh, look at Jude, verse number 3. The Bible tells us here, um, and I love, I love the book of Jude. I'm, uh, one of the, it's one of my favorite themes when we did uh, the theme out of Jude. Uh, I, it's a small book, but it's packed full uh, of great stuff. And, 
Uh, and um, uh, Brother Springer had given me a book um, earlier today, uh, and uh, that was written by, you know, what, when was that book written? In the 60s? or? Oh, it was early. It was, okay, it's not as long ago as I thought, uh, but, but really uh, speaks to, um, it's prophetic in, uh, in, in what it was saying. Um, and even like if you've read Tozier, remember we had uh, some books from Tozier in the back, uh, and all the way back when he was writing, it was, it's like he is writing today about the worldliness and the ungodliness, uh, not just out there, but what we've invited uh, into our local churches uh, as a practice. Uh, and it's, it's really eerie, actually, when you read a lot of that. But it says in Jude 3, it says this, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you uh, of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. God doesn't want us to be secret Christians. Um, he wants us to, uh, to hold fast the profession uh, of our faith uh, and uh, to continue in it, to not hold back, to share uh, those things with people. And you say, well, I mean, how do you get that? Because, because of that word faith. Uh, um, I also said this morning in the context, it's talking about um, not salvation faith, but the faith that we have, the hope, which is a present hope, uh, an active hope, uh, in Christ, in his return, and you can see that in the context. I said I wasn't going to uh, go uh, very deep into that, uh, which I won't, uh, but it's the, a hope uh, that we have in him. And we are, uh, the Bible says, to be ready uh, to give an answer um, uh, to everyone uh, of, the, of the reason of the hope that is in us. So we know what that hope is, uh, but a lot of Christians don't know the reason of the hope. Like, we know what we believe, in part because we've heard it uh, in a sermon. Um, we've, even, we've even read it uh, in, a, in a book or in the Bible, obviously, um, but we've not dug into it. If somebody, if somebody said to you, um, if you say to them, I'm not worried, God is in control. God's in control. And, and, they, and if they just, if, instead of just agreeing with you or disagreeing, if they said, really, How? How is he in control? We'd, some of us would be stumped. We were, we we're not ready to give a reason of the hope that is in us. We have that hope and we, and we, we should be sharing that and, uh, in, in many ways. But um, and maybe uh, for homework assignment, uh, you can look up um, or figure out the answer to that question. Uh, what is a reason? What are several reasons uh, that you have this hope in you? starting with your salvation uh, and in what we've been reading in Hebrews uh, that we do have a high priest uh, in Jesus Christ uh, interceding for us. Uh, but there's a, lot of, there's a lot of other reasons uh, why we have that hope. Uh, but I wanted to talk about the profession uh, tonight. Uh, so let's turn to that verse in 1 Peter chapter number 3 uh, in uh, verse number 15. Uh, and uh, this is part two of this morning. This is stuff we didn't get to, but, uh, or we could call it, you know, rules of engagement, I guess, uh, if you want to call it that. Uh, but the Bible says this in 1 Peter 3, in verse number 15. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you, a reason of the hope that is in you, with meekness and fear. So we, we understand what the hope that is in us is. Uh, we're saved. Our Lord is coming back. Uh, we, have, we have a home in heaven. Um, we, we know that 
that everything works together for good to them that love the Lord, the call according to his purpose. We know that God is bringing us to an expected end. Uh, we know uh, that uh, to be absent from the body is to be present uh, with the Lord. Uh, I was talking to Brother Shiflet the other day uh, and, uh, for, for a little while, uh, and we were talking about, um, well, he asked me, did you get your bike back? Are you going to you get rid of it or are you getting your bike back? Uh, and uh, he has a Honda um, something. Uh, and, uh, and so I said, yeah, it's, I'm just waiting for it to get back. And, and, and I, I repeated for him what I said in preaching one time. I said, well, I told the church, I said, um, you know, it's a point that a man wants to die, uh, you know, and God knows, God knows when we're going to die. God knows how we're going to die. And I said, if, if I'm supposed to, if I'm going to die on a motorcycle, I told the church, then I have to have one. He started laughing. He goes, "You sound like a Calvinist." Uh, and uh, uh, and I said, "Well, no, not really." And uh, he was just cracking up. Uh, and uh, but um, we 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 know that God God knows. There's no surprises with God. Um, we we have this hope. We should know the reasons uh, for that as well. Um, and and this is a verse dealing with uh, the defense of the faith in Jude three, uh, but also here. In the profession, the profession of our faith, uh, the the pub, in a public way, not just in baptism, uh, which I wanted to preach today uh, about, um, uh, just you know, asking everybody um, in loaded questions if you've been baptized, and I know you have. You can raise your hand. When you got baptized, uh, you made a public profession of your faith to walk. And as the Lord walked in newness of life, dead to self, you're a crucified life, resurrected in Christ, uh, and everything that's involved with that. You did that. And in, as a pastor, when, when we tell people, hey, you need to be in church, and people get irritated, or you need to, you need to serve, or you need to whatever, and, uh, and we're trying to repro- reprove, rebuke, exhort, provoke unto love and good works, people get irritated. But I just want to remind everybody tonight that it was your decision. It was your decision to make a public profession of faith in baptism to walk in units of life. It's, it's, it, don't get mad at me. It's your goal. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's your thing, your decision. Uh, and I always, that's what I, if, what I try to do with people in, uh, in, in coaching and other things is just, you know, they make it, I'm just reminding them of what their goals are. And that's really what I do as a pastor. You, you want to please the Lord. Uh, you decided that uh, you were going to live a crucified life. You went to an altar at youth camp or wherever it was and put yourself in the offering plate and said that you're going you're gonna to serve the Lord. You did that. Uh, and, uh, and we are all uh, to, um, to live that out for the Lord in front of people um, because, um, because God wants us to. It brings glory to him. I uh, had uh, one of the gypsies ask me about, uh, whenever it was went Thursday, I think, um, about, um, we're talking about eternal security and different things, and, uh, and uh, uh, he, you know, so I was quoting some verses, some different things, uh, and uh, we uh, were very similar in some of those things, but we acted out. Like he was like, well, you know, we shouldn't, we shouldn't abuse the grace of God. And uh, I'm like, no, we shouldn't. And he was like testing me, whatever. And, uh, and so now I, I, I realize a little bit why some of them believe in eternal security because <laughs> uh, uh, of some of the things that they do. But we didn't get saved so that we can just 1 John 1, 9, all the things that, you know, we want to do in our life. 
Um, by default, when you accepted Christ as your personal Savior, you might not have thought about it in the moment, and we don't believe in lordship salvation. Lordship salvation is when somebody is, says that it's either um, Lord of all or not Lord at all. When you get saved, he becomes Lord of your life, and if he really isn't, then you really didn't get saved. Uh, and we don't teach that. Um, but when you do ask Jesus to save you, he becomes Lord. He is Lord, whether you recognize him as such uh, or not. And I touched on that uh, briefly last, this last week. So he says, sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always uh, to give an answer to every man that asketh a reason. And people won't ask you a reason of the hope that is in you if you are um, a secret agent. Uh, if, you know, uh, you um, aren't living your faith out in front of people, they don't, they don't have, um, why would they ask you? They, they don't know. If they don't know you go to church, they're not going to ask you questions about church. Uh, if uh, they don't see you praying, I mean, if you, if you just blend in. So this whole idea of, you know, us being like the world and everything else to reach the world is so far from the truth of, of the Bible. Um, there, there needs to be something different uh, about us uh, so that people uh, would ask. Uh, the reason the hope is in you, but then he says with meekness and fear. So here, uh, quickly, uh, I've got seven points, don't worry, uh, and, uh, uh, but uh, I'm going to give them to you uh, as quickly as I can. Let's turn over to, again, we're in First Peter. <clears throat> I'm not, I had it in my notes, so I'll get over there. First <clears throat> Peter 3, uh, in verse number 15, we've read, uh, verse number 16 says, Having a good conscience that whereas they speak evil of you as of evildoers, they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conversation in Christ. For it is better, if the will of God be so, that you suffer for well-doing than for evil-doing. For Christ also hath once suffered for our sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit, by which also we went and preached unto the spirits in prison. And he continues on with those thoughts. And so here are some rules of engagement. And I've thought about them because of, of what's been going on uh, this last week. And let me say this, and I don't want to get off on a rabbit uh, as well, uh, but um, there's a whole lot that people go come to church on Sunday and come back the next Sunday, and a whole lot goes on for the kingdom of God between, between those days. Uh, and, uh, and we try our best to communicate through social media and those types of things, but, um, you know, uh, there's a, a big, great opportunity, you know, for, uh, to minister to people. Uh, and we, we, just, we just have to be better about actively involving ourselves in that. And uh, trying to encourage Autumn a little bit uh, during that time. And, uh, and with all the people and the different things that we're dealing with, the, the folks that got saved and in all of it to build a relationship. Because sometimes people, they, they, they need that. They need to, um, you need to build relationships with them and get some influence and, and a lot, there's a lot involved with all of that. There are times, I mean, I was like, um, you know, uh, there's a time on, on Thursday uh, I had to rebuke some of them. I said, uh, if this goes on, I said, um, I'll have you all pack up and you'll be done. I, I understand this is, it would be a terrible thing and you guys would be in a huge bind. Um, but, uh, but my heavenly father is more important than your earthly father. Just flat out told him. He's like, Pastor, we're so sorry. It's not going to happen again. 
uh, and on and on, and it, and, and it didn't, uh, and, uh, and I'm grateful, but um, there, was, uh, there was stuff that pushed uh, me to my limits uh, in, in a lot of things, you know, uh, just the OCD stuff and whatever, and, and uh, um, there was, um, you know how like I don't like people to bring um, coffee and things in the auditorium because people spilt whatever. It was like full on, just like coffee, pop soda, everything. Uh, and uh, and so um, I was like, okay, Lord, whatever, uh, you know, help me. Uh, and uh, and so, uh, in fact, on Friday night, uh, there was a couple of kids got a hold. I'm like, where'd they get them pens? I didn't realize there were pens in all, all these seats. And, uh, and uh, so they were writing on the um, those little cards that we had back there, and, I, and one of them had a songbook. I'm like, oh, Lord, they're writing in all the songbooks. Uh, and, uh, and so, I'm, I, so I said, oh, give me that. And, uh, and I don't, you know, culturally, I don't know whatever, but it was like, like five or six different people within like five minutes come up to me and, uh, and like, oh, were they? Whatever. So somebody said that the pastor was barking at one of the little kids, you know, or something. And, uh, and so I just didn't know what to do, but it's all a process. Uh, and uh, in we, we, we all need to, that's why God has us here. Uh, and it's to reach people uh, with, with the gospel. Um, but I was thinking of these rules of engagement. The first one we read here, uh, if backing up into verse number 13 in 1 Peter chapter number 3, and who is he that will harm you if you be followers of that which is good? But, and if ye suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are ye. Um, God expressly teaches us through the Apostle Paul particularly um, that we're to expect, I mean, Jesus himself said it, uh, but we're to expect suffering. Uh, we're, to, um, we're also to expect blessing. Uh, you know, he says, He that winneth souls is wise. He that goeth forth bearing precious seed, doubtless shall come again rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Uh, there, there is, there's, a, there's blessing here. There's blessing in heaven uh, as we lay up treasures there in our service for him. Uh, you know, we're talking about the crowns in New Jerusalem, singing, you know, we're like, yes. Uh, and, uh, but you ain't going to have them if you don't earn them. Uh, and uh, so there's things that we, God wants us uh, to do. So he says, as you defend your faith and as you make uh, a, a profession of your faith and the hope that we have in Christ, uh, that when you do it, you should expect uh, suffering, you should expect blessing, happy are ye. But then he says this, number two, he says, be not afraid of their terror, neither, uh, neither be troubled. Um, he says, expect suffering and blessings, but he also uh, tells us not to be afraid. Um, there is, you know, uh, some of the characters that I, I dealt with the past couple of days are kind of intimidating. And um, in fact, um, um, very first day, um, they're trying, and they're, if you've ever been involved in planning an, an event and all the different things, there's just a lot of things and there's a lot of stress uh, when somebody has passed away and you're a family member and you're trying to deal with all that. Uh, and so I understand that and know that. Um, but, you know, they're yelling at each other. Uh, and uh, and it was just, it was, it was different seeing um, how everybody was culturally. Men to the women, uh, to the children. There was, there, was all, there was times the children stuff weren't here. They came later in the day. Like yesterday at the graveside, there really wasn't any kids that were there. Uh, there were just a lot of nuances, and uh, and um, I, I said, "All right." Uh, I went back to the office, and and uh, and I said, you know, uh, to the ladies that I was frustrated, and I said, "I'm, I'm about ready to put that one dude in his place." Uh, 
And uh, and because uh, it just you know I said I'm going to do it in front of all of them. Um, and uh, because it was just like you know, but it's my it's my pride. You know, I'm serving or whatever, but uh, but it, it, but it was just it was just hard. It was hard to watch. And 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 pride was kind of like you know you know. I'm the alpha around here. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? And, uh, you know, I'm, you know, this is, uh, people were overstepping with some things that they were doing. And, um, but, but later on, um, it was completely different. Uh, and the one that I was going to say something very particular about publicly expressed um, his love for me uh, in, in the meeting. Uh, and so I'm kind of glad I didn't rip his head off. Uh, and um, um, but uh, but at the same but at the same time, you can't you can't be afraid to say what needs to be said, especially in defense. Like I'm a, this is I'm a shepherd, uh, and uh, this is the Lord's house, uh, and uh, and so I'm like reminding people of that and all those those different things. Uh, God says, "Be not afraid of their ter- terror, neither be troubled." Uh, and, you know, they, they're talking, some of the stories that they were telling, like at the graveside, different stuff, some, uh, you know, uh, I felt like uh, we, were, we were watching a movie. Uh, and, uh, like, there's a drive-by is going to happen, you know, and just, it was, it was like, you know, it, they have nicknames, um, you know, um, one guy was called Chocolate, uh, and, um, and um, um, all kinds of different, but one of them was, was Soprano. And, uh, and um, for, for all the reasons you would think it is. <laughs> and uh, so, um, um, but we're not to be afraid. God says he, that who can be against him if, if he's for us, right? Uh, we're overcomers. And so as we engage people, the Lord tells us to, to not fear them. Uh, and uh, and I, I think fear keeps us from doing many things in our life. Um, Fear, fear is what, uh, what drove the superstition uh, in all the, the different things in gypsy culture. Um, but when we get saved, God removes fear. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and he tells us here to not be afraid. But then he does say, but sanctify Lord God and be ready to give an answer. Uh, so he says, make your defense. Um, profess your faith. Profess your hope. Don't be afraid of what somebody's going to say. Um, uh, how they're going to respond to it. Uh, but, then, uh, but then he qualifies it uh, when he says, with meekness uh, and fear. Um, we're to walk in wisdom towards them that are without. Uh, with some people, we're, well, really with everybody, we're playing a long game. Uh, and in we're, we're praying. Sometimes you pray for people for years, and you witness to them for years, and it takes um, um, God, you know, rattle on their cage, perhaps, and bringing conviction, but uh, it's not for years till they get saved. Uh, and that's what I was, I was I'm thinking, okay, uh, I'm engaged in s- spiritual warfare. Um, it's, I'm, uh, Lord, I, I knew that you wanted them to be here, um, and so how do I deal with this? And I'm praying, and I'm watching, and I'm observing. And they, they're at that, at some point, they're asking me. So you know, ask me like, what do you think? And um, and I told one guy who was one of their um, elder statespersons or whatever, and uh, very respected. I said, well, to be honest with you, I said there are some of you that um, you know that 
um, said you're believers, and, um, and, but, you, but you don't really you know, act like you are. And, uh, and, you know, and some of the things, and it's the, same, it's the same excuse that every person, every culture makes, and, uh, and the excuse is this, um, it's just the way that I am. Um, and, uh, but if the way that you are uh, is not in obedient to God's word, you need to change that. God loves us, but he changes us. You know, we, you know, we should always be a church that says, come as you are. Um, but we should never expect people to leave the same way. As God, as God saves them, as they learn uh, the word of God and they grow in their Christianity, uh, that, uh, that, that change, that transformation takes place. But he says, when you engage uh, them in defense of the faith, uh, you do it with meekness uh, and fear. It's reverence. It's, it's, spiritual, um, it's spiritual warfare. Uh, and, uh, and so that's what I, you know, I tried, I tried to do that. Um, and uh, uh, so um, uh, just what he says to do here. Then he says in verse number 16, moving on, having a good conscience that whereas they speak evil of you as evildoers. So you should expect suffering and blessing. Um, don't be afraid. Make your defense. Be gentle, um, respectful uh, in, in doing that. I, I, I wasn't going to, uh, I don't do it with them. I, I don't do it with many people. I don't try not to point out all the things that they're doing wrong, uh, but uh, treat them to uh, their potential. Uh, and uh, I, had, I had one uh, send me a text this morning, 5.30 this morning, uh, and said, Happy Lord's Day. And, uh, and uh, they said, Is the church clean? Um, if it isn't, I can send somebody over there. And so I said, I, you know, everybody took care of that. So everything's good. I said, well, we'll uh, plan to be there this next Sunday. Uh, and what are the service times? I gave him the service times. <coughs> and he said, he said um, okay, brother, love you. And, uh, and so it's um, um, with that person in particular, it's because I chose to obey, to speak with grace uh, and, uh, and season with salt and to not um, react, uh, to not be uh, a pious gas bag, I guess. Um, and, and, it, and it amazes me also, I'll throw this in there, that most of the people who are the greatest pious gas bags never do anything for Christ. And, uh, and I told Adam, I, told I said, you've done more we've, in, in this in the couple days for the cause of Christ than a lot of people would do in their entire Christian life. And, um, and, and people will pass by those opportunities to serve the Lord in those ways and, and, to, be, uh, and to, be part, uh, to be part of that um, is, is, is such a blessing. But he says, you're gonna, um, there's going to be blessings and sufferings. There's going to be difficulties. There's going to be great stuff that takes place. Uh, but he's, in verse 16, he says, prepare to be slandered, um, that people are going to speak uh, evil of you uh, as of evildoers. We had, um, uh, I don't know all the details. It was told this in passing, but um, uh, we have uh, church planners that are in Astoria, Oregon, and there was some um, uh, witch doctor person that's down there uh, that um, uh, made a false accusation. They had, they're dropping somebody off at work or whatever and, and basically uh, uh, on the internet or whatever said that they were 
um, like pedophiles, like picking up kids and, uh, and all these, this crazy nonsense, which as uh, the people had to come in and investigate, they're slandered um, and spoke evil of, um, and nothing, they weren't doing anything. Um, but, you've, but you've got, you, as a Christian, you have to expect uh, that that's just a, a tactic of the devil. Uh, and he says that you have a good conscience, whereas they speak evil of you as evildoers. They may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conversation in Christ. Um, uh, somebody has said to me in the past, doesn't it bother you that people are talking about you? <laughs> and I said, well, you know, some people don't get talked about at all. Uh, and uh, you know, I guess that's true. Um, and, um, but I, I'm just not going to uh, defend myself or, or whatever. Sometimes I do, uh, sometimes I don't. Uh, but here it says that, uh, that, that they would be ashamed uh, of what they would do, and, and God, God will take care of that. Uh, then he says in verse number 17, For it is better if the will of God be so that you suffer for well-doing than for evil-doing. Uh, so it kind of in lockstep with what I just said, uh, uh, a rule of engagement is to rise above that. Rise above the evil speaking uh, and, uh, or the slander or whatever the case may be. Uh, those who are uh, uh, causing you grief uh, for, um, for what you do. Uh, I know that um, people would uh, criticize, um, you know, some of the things that took place this last week. And, 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 I, and I guarantee you, nobody, there's n- nobody in this room that is more against that stuff than me. There's nobody in here that's more against it. And, um, um, and I'm not, and I, I never, I never, it, it, it kind of, it was one of those deals to where I said yes and, and prayed, Lord, help me. Uh, and I laid out expectations. People pushed boundaries. Uh, and, um, and at times it kind of like spiraled out of control. And I try to regain it and, and do my best to, um, to take a stand, let people know, but to love them. Uh, and uh, in all of that, uh, and to, to, to rise above. I, I, knew, I knew that somebody was going to criticize it. But you know what? I'd rather get criticized for doing something for the Lord than being criticized for not doing anything for Him. And, and I'd much, much rather do the Lord's work my way than to do it the way you're not doing it. Does that make sense? So is this kind of like, well, I don't think this or whatever. Well, I just kind of like the way that I'm doing it better than the way that, that you're doing it. And I remember uh, when I first got here uh, years ago and we had a soul winning clinic and somebody had come up to me and says, why this or that? And I said, and I, I told him this very thing. I just said, you know what? Um, I like the way uh, that um, I'm doing it more than the way you're not. And then that was the end of it. Uh, and uh, we just have to um, realize uh, that uh, sinners act like sinners uh, and, uh, and to love them. Uh, it, 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 it amazes me how people are like, you know, we, sh- we can't wear a tie uh, to church or, or, or whatever because we make lost people feel uncomfortable when they come. And then they get all bent out of shape when they come. And, uh, and so um, uh, I, you, you have to rise above that. And then lastly, uh, verse number 18, for Christ also once suffered for sins that just uh, suffered, um, excuse me, for Christ 
also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh and quickened by the Spirit. Uh, the last one, simply, when we engage people, we need to follow Jesus' example. Uh, and, um, and so that's what the writer here says to do. Uh, Christ is our example. And, uh, and uh, we know that he was criticized. Uh, and we know that um, even slandered, uh, he's a sinless, spotless lamb of, of God, uh, yet uh, there's theologians and, and mockers or whatever that, uh, that turned uh, his relationship with Mary Magdalene into something ungodly. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, and on and on. There's all kinds of stuff like that. They've done that with David and Jonathan. Uh, and uh, uh, that's just a tactic of the devil. So we follow the Lord's example. And, and so I remind myself, um, not that, you know, I was always against because it was evangelical, the WWJD bracelets and everything when they came out. And uh, who has one of those still? <laughs> so, yeah, like in a, a, a drawer somewhere, what would Jesus do? And, and, uh, and, uh, and it, it's just kind of like, like Jesus t-shirts and everything else uh, that comes out. Uh, I just think you got to live for Jesus. Uh, and uh, uh, that's, that's an important thing to do. Uh, but because it was evangelical, uh, we, would, uh, we would pick on that. But um, I had to ask myself, I'd have to stop, because I would like um, want to say something, but the way I was about to say it wouldn't have been helpful. And, and I would squander my future influence with that person if I handled it the wrong way. It's like if a teenager goes through the yard and I'm out there screaming at him, I'm like, get out of here, you're trespassing. I'm never going to reach that teenager for Christ. And uh, you, you meant, well, if we kept them out of there, they won't break into the van. Um, you know, it, it, we, we would have, if we, had 20, if we had guys walking around this building 24 hours a day, when you're on the backside, they'd be breaking into something on this side. Uh, it's just where we are. Um, but when we engage people, we have to think, that's somebody that Jesus loves. Uh, and so, so I'm going to try to love them to, to him. Uh, and, and, and it's not that you ever condone for or whatever. Uh, and, uh, and so somebody's like, ah, oh, you know, pastor, you know, uh, I know they, you know, somebody brought alcohol, whatever. And, uh, and, uh, and, and can we, I said, here's my position. No, you know what I want. And, uh, and so I'm just going to leave it at that. And, um, and so there was, uh, um, am I against that? I, there, you, I'm, I'm really against alcohol. Uh, and, uh, but it was uh, chaotic and crazy. Uh, and, um, and, and I'm thankful that people were praying. I'm thankful that people got saved. Um, but, but probably one of the biggest takeaways, I think, or something going forward, why um, people have expressed gratitude and, and, and love towards me in particular um, was because I didn't judge them. Uh, and, uh, and so I think that's, um, I think that's good. Um, I think it's, you know, 15 years ago, I really probably would have. And just lit everybody up, you know, 
and, you know, go grab a broom and chase everybody off the property or whatever. And, uh, um, but I think, I think that um, God is pleased. Heaven rejoiced over sinners coming to him. Uh, and, uh, and I'm hoping that by engaging them uh, in that way, uh, that that will, that will foster more opportunities in the future. Um, you know, you know, with them, uh, and I don't know if I illustrate it, or whatever. But we had stopped by. I might say it at Sunday school, maybe in the morning service. But uh, we had stopped to get a bite to eat after, and uh, Gypsy uh, walked through and um, paid for our meal. Uh, and um, uh, and uh, and so uh, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for that opportunity uh, to where we can um, we can love on people. Uh, and uh, and try to reach them with the gospel, but I but I want to encourage you to be do more profession, more communicating, more defending um, publicly to the people around you. Hold fast to the hope, but it's the profession of that, the profession of our faith, uh, and living by faith. Yes, but it's it's living by faith out loud uh, and to everybody around you. Um, if somebody, if if anybody ever says. Oh, I didn't know you were a Christian. Um, you should feel really bad about that. Yeah. <laughs> that should just kill you. I didn't. I didn't know uh, that you're a Christian. Uh, I, I get it. Where, like people are like, oh, I didn't know that you were a pastor. In uh, in in people that I have communicated with more than one time, and uh, I'm like, ah, you know. Um, so you know, I don't know if I don't. I gotta say it more. I gotta. Look more the part, or you know, uh, or whatever. And I'll say this, and I'm done. On Thursday, I was here, uh, and uh, say what you want about attire and uh, and uh, uh, the the attire of a Christian and blah blah blah. Uh, but I was here Thursday, getting everything, doing. I no didn't know what to do, and oftentimes I just have a ball cap on, sweater, jeans, whatever. Uh, and uh, we we're uh, it was early in the afternoon, um, shortly after lunch. Uh, and uh, one guy's like, hey, I really like for you to uh, say something tonight. And, and it caught me off guard, and I'm like, well, I said, I'm, I'll be dressed like this. And he goes, well, maybe tomorrow night. <laughs> and uh, and uh, like, fair enough. Uh, and, uh, and so the next day I came, and, and, uh, and, 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 when I, and I had a suit on, different things, and I don't know how many people are like, man, you look sharp today, Pastor. And, uh, and everybody was dressed to the hilt. Uh, and uh, and um, uh, and sometimes you like you can't get you can't get save people to do it. I'll just throw that out there for free. It's the end of the message. And uh, and so um, they just they just think that if you're going to get up and and uh, and preach the Bible, that you shouldn't do it in jeans. And uh, and so I kind of like that. And uh, uh, and uh, about them. Anyways, we're going to stop there tonight. Uh, so let's all stand and, uh, and uh, we'll uh, have Miss Amanda come. Uh,